0: Welcome back, Savannah.
1: Hey, everyone. It's good to be back. <laughs>
0: we missed you a lot. I missed you so
1: much. I miss you too. And I miss all of you too. But it seems like there are a lot of exciting stuff that has been developing in my absence. So tell me more, ladies.
0: Uh, yeah, honestly, a lot has changed since you were gone. The main main thing that we have now is we now have twice monthly War Room, which is an idea we got from our uh, book club on our Patreon where... Women would ask me questions, asking me a question about a problem, and then as a group, we'd all strategize to solve that problem, right? So we decided to make it official. This is now a twice monthly thing on the queen shit tier.
2: In addition to all of the great bonus content, we have over 60 plus episodes of bonus content and we release new bonus content every Friday. Um, We have some extra long interviews with our guests that are exclusively on our Patreon, uh, some roasts of the media, some exclusive strategy content, and you'll get more live commentary and real-time commentary on current events, as well as you can submit a story to be read on our podcast
0: the roast is gross that's our bread and butter let's be real here
2: <laughs> if you have a story of a man in your life who you just want us to drag for absolute filth on the podcast submit it via our roast screw on our patreon
1: the fds barbecue is not just for summer it's all year round <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a year-round barbecue yeah i love that <laughs> and you can chat with us live on the discord uh, we're constantly on the discord getting more ideas for shows and topic bases from our patreon subscribers so thank you to those who are participating cuz
1: we love actually live chatting with everybody it's it's a growing discord as well so if you have an interest and want a separate channel for it it will happen straight away so we have a pet channel we have a cooking channel we have a fashion channel any sort of channel that that you want if you're in the discord and you request it it will happen straight away
0: shout out to ro for being really on top of that by the way because every time someone's (laughs) like can we have a channel for pets within like within five (laughs) minutes rose like boom pets channel done
2: (laughs) (laughs) immediately (laughs) love it the other thing you'll get is a patreon exclusive badge for website access so you'll get um exclusives on our website as well if you sign up for our patreon
0: and if you're a man who's a fan of
2: fds we will permit you to talk to us but only on our Scroats Strike Back tier. If you want to submit a debate question, you want to argue with us, if you have your own dating question that, that you want the Queens to help you solve and give you more perspective, you can submit your question via our Scroats Strike Back tier on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. And on to the main show. What's up, queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast, the meanest female podcast on the internet. I'm Ro. I'm Savannah. And I'm Lilith. And yay, Savannah's back. The return of Savannah. Hey. Hey.
1: <laughs> just in time (laughs) just in time for the drama to go down
2: (laughs) for the drama to go down because now we're doing i guess it's gonna be 30 days or so by the time we release this episode a recap of the past 30 days
1: it's been 30 days it feels like ages i don't know if it's just me it feels like it's been an
0: eternity since we shut down the subreddit. It feels like it's been a while, yeah.
2: Yeah, we shut it down somewhere around April 27th when our last episode came out. Yeah, April 27th. Yeah, so when this comes out, it'll be around May 25th.
1: Yeah, and we went out to Tupac, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout
1: out to Tupac. Um,
2: yeah, so I thought this would be a great episode to address a lot of the questions and concerns and criticisms and comments that we were getting from... Lovers of FDS about why we shut down the subreddit and then also get our input on like the reaction because the reaction was pretty mixed. And some of the reaction we thought we obviously thought was pretty toxic and unhelpful, but other ones was like a lot of people seem to be pretty supportive of the move. But I think giving a little bit more context about why we're doing it and what the benefits are, we think to both ourselves and obviously the community is what we're going to do. So this is like basically a recap episode slash pitch episode about Rexit. Yeah. Well, 30 days after Rexit, Where are we now? Where are we now? Okay, so I think we should start with, like, the fallout from when we closed the subreddit. So how I wanted to frame this, because I really think that it's important to kind of see how the reaction in a lot of ways mirrors what women go through when they try to leave a toxic relationship.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: And I'm not accusing anyone in our audience, especially the ones that were like really antagonistic of being like flying monkey or an abuser or like an abuse sympathizer. But I am saying that like, I felt as we were starting to defend ourselves and like why we had to make the move, a lot of the narrative seemed very similar. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. It felt the same.
2: Okay, so the first element in our analysis of the reaction to us leaving was, of course, the Scroats, who immediately tried to rewrite history. Immediately rewrite the narrative. Rewrite a narrative, which I thought was frustrating and amusing, but... Predictable. Exactly. So we left Reddit. We produced an episode with explicit reasons why we made posts on the website with explicit reasons why and still the popular narrative on reddit was like oh female dating strategy got banned
1: and it got like thirty thousand upvotes and it's like if you go to the subreddit you can see we're not banned like it says this subreddit is private so we weren't it's just clearly not true and it's just like typical scrope behavior to rewrite the narrative even though it's blatantly false provably false
0: Or they'll say, like, oh, they must have gotten a warning from admins.
1: That's still not the same as being banned. Like, it's still not the same thing.
0: Again, like, rewriting the narrative to make themselves look less guilty. Because they're the reason why we went private, right? It's because they're fucking shitty and they are misogynistic and abusive to a female-only space. And immediately they're like, oh, you were banned because of transphobia. Or, oh, you were banned because of uh, misandry or something like that. To make themselves look less guilty.
1: And it's also rewriting the narrative to be their Reddit wet dream. Like, they've wanted the subreddit to be banned. They wish that was true, and it just wasn't. So,
2: and they've tried everything in their power to get it banned. They've been trying
0: for years, trying to get us banned. And here's why I'm glad that we went private instead of getting banned or allowing ourselves to get banned was because I don't want these motherfuckers to have the satisfaction of being like, I helped FDS get banned. Like, I saw all these comments being like, not ready to break out the crabs yet, or, you know, like saying that. This isn't as satisfying to them, right? I'm like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Like, I don't want this to be satisfying for you. Exactly. So,
2: yeah. And it wasn't just the Reddit growth, too. There's a lot of people that follow us on YouTube and on Twitter and that just... Stock our page and stock our podcast just to continuously critique it and they kept saying that we were banned and i'm like but did you listen to the podcast like it's just really confusing to me how this narrative that was like almost unilaterally coming out of people who were critical of us is that we were banned despite that clearly not being the case and you can go to the subreddit and see it's private it's wishful thinking
1: (laughs) and the biggest joke is it was the parody subs that ended up being banned (laughs) yeah
2: that. Like suddenly Reddit's concerned and wants to actually address our like myriad of reports against all of these like subreddits that were just stalking and harassing our sub. There were all of
0: these subreddits that existed solely to coordinate attacks on us and to slander us and we've been complaining about them for the longest time and suddenly they don't ban them until we decide to go private wow too little too late reddit we're, do you think we're just gonna come crawling back fuck
1: off oh that was funny it was actually their subreddits that they set up to troll harass just like Lilith said basically to slander us those were the ones that got banned like female date strategy pros that got banned the day we went private fem
0: dat strat pros i think that was the one that was like The satire sub that had really
1: extreme stuff. I think they got banned, literally. They literally got banned the day we went private. They got banned.
0: Yeah, weird. What is the point of banning them after we've gone private, right? Like when we're private, they don't have any more content for them to troll, right? Again,
2: it's too little too late. Yeah, Reddit doesn't do anything unless it starts to affect their bottom line. That's
1: hilarious. I'm still glad they got banned though. But I thought this is
2: really indicative of how when you try to leave a situation that's toxic, the people who are invested in maintaining that toxic situation will create whatever narrative it is to make it your fault right? Like, that, I mean, this is exactly how it is when you try to leave an abusive situation.
0: Or they try to make like a Hail Mary, like, oh, I promise I'll stop cheating on you. I promise I'll stop hitting you. I promise I'll stop doing this. Like all of the things that you had a problem with right up until the moment you decided to leave, they didn't stop doing those things until you decide to leave. Again, like these are all just empty promises. If a man, once you're ready to walk out the door, if That is the moment where he decides, okay, now I'm going to start treating you right. He's not
1: telling the truth. That's just manipulation. Exactly. Hysterical bonding, they call it.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, I promise to change kind of thing. No, it's still the same fucking website. You know, it's too little too late. Like, I'm glad those subreddits got banned, but it did feel like really manipulative on Reddit's part that they would do
1: that. Yeah.
2: Furthermore, they're still not going to address the myriad of abuse porn that we've been talking about forever. And all the men who are gloating about us being banned and then saying you're banned because you're toxic somehow never seem to observe all of the rest of the toxic subreddits we've talked about. Reddit co-sponsored Female violence, right? Like, and just completely normalized. Violence against women, yeah. Yeah, violence against women and sexualized violence against women specifically as well. The fact that they've, like, all decided to unilaterally ignore that as part of our reasoning and then just go immediately, like, you were banned for misandry and, like, now this website's less toxic and, like, female dating strategy was the most toxic subreddit on Reddit, despite all of these other things that we've tried to bring attention to, is, like, a deliberate force of ignorance coming from men as well as Reddit. The next thing that the Scroats did was obviously follow stock and harass us on the new website
1: because
2: of course they don't want you, but they don't want you to leave. <laughs>
1: I mean, their needs, like, that's the reason why I was pro getting off Reddit anyway. Like, these needs will have to find something else to do. And I remember seeing a post, a couple of them, you know, they came over to Twitter, they found our personal accounts, the the Female Dating Strategy account, and they said, oh, well, guess I'll just have to sign up to the website to get more content.
2: But you hate
0: us!
1: (laughs) Allegedly, allegedly.
0: But they hate us, so why do they want more content?
1: Yeah. Allegedly, but yeah, it's a very, very sick form of entertainment. And it's like, if that's what makes them happy then you know whatever but i mean ultimately they're not anti-fds because you know what we're saying is wrong they're just all personally triggered by it that's why they want to take it down
2: exactly so it wasn't enough for us to leave the actual reddit now they want to follow and stalk and harass us on other platforms so
1: and they listen to the podcast as well so hey got our listeners up.
0: Laughing at the idea of like all these men who hate us listening to us to, on the podcast. I'm like, what are they thinking? Bizarre obsessive behavior,
1: gentlemen. It's just to get some intel and some gossip. It's so funny.
0: The crazy thing is, like, they've been, you know, harassing us all these years. They've been saying how much they want us to get banned. Finally, we leave of our own volition, and that's not acceptable to them. No. Again, like how an abusive man, you know, he'll treat you like shit, tell you you're worthless, tell you like, oh, I could get other women, you know, who are better than you. You know, you're lucky to have me. La la la. And then as soon as you actually try to leave, that's when he starts going like harassing you, stalking you, doing all this kinds of fucked up shit like punish you for leaving right and that's like the fucked up thing like the way that these men are acting is exactly the same as how an abusive man would act if his girlfriend left him
2: exactly and the other thing too is that it's not like they were going to ever stop at female dating strategy one of the things i saw in a lot of the threads where they were celebrating female dating strategy being gone was like okay well now let's go focus on fourth wave women right
1: Well, 2x is another one as well
2: Exactly. So the well, 2X is a default sub, so it's not likely to go anywhere, even though its uh, engagement is like surprisingly very low for a default sub. But even the other subreddits, like they've decided to Shift their attention to getting those banned, right? So now that we're not there to be the punching bags and be like the sole focus of all their ire and hate, they're just going to disperse and try to attack every other female subreddit on Reddit.
1: So all I'm going to say is to the ladies that are still on there, you know, again, like, you know, if you're on, for example, fourth wave, you know going to on Reddit, but honestly, good luck out there because I think they will realize in time why we left Reddit.
0: Yeah. I feel a little conflicted here because it's like, you know, I wouldn't want another woman to experience what we experienced, right? And, you know, there are a lot of women when we decided to leave Reddit, there are a lot of women being like, okay, well, we're just going to make our own subreddit. And it's like, good luck to you. You know, I find it very weird, actually, some of these women are like, I'd rather support this like misogynistic, pedo-enabling subreddit over the female dating strategy website. They're like, oh yeah, FDS, they're bitches, power hungry. They're, you know, those evil women at FDS, they're too ban happy. You know, they hate
2: us, but they love Reddit but they claim to be feminists. So yeah, we'll get to the criticisms of the mod team. To move along to some of the fallout and the reaction that we got from women, both people who were, I guess, solely subreddit users as well as like people who were more invested in like general brand things, either via Patreon or who like the website or like the blog, et cetera. So one of the things that was actually frustrating was like seeing the level of women who got angry that we didn't want to continue to subject ourselves to like the depraved shit and abuse we were seeing on Reddit, that they were like entitled to that labor. Yeah. That was actually kind of frustrating and disappointing to me because it definitely reeks of the same kind of thing that happens. So a lot of times when women try to leave a situation where like other people are benefiting from their sacrifice and their martyrdom and their continued abuse. And then when they try to set boundaries, everyone attacks them like they're entitled to that free emotional
1: labor. And like they're the evil one for having boundaries and not wanting to put up with it anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean once again, we started to feel both for ourselves, but also any future mods that we might bring on that like, is it ethical to keep subjecting them to abuse? And is it actually prohibiting us from writing about the things and making the content we actually wanted to write? We'll get into the logistics of that in a little bit later in the episode, but I just wanted people to be aware of if you're making a judgment on someone else setting a boundary against a toxic situation about how it benefits you and how it's going to affect you, especially if it's not like something that's like you've invested in yourself or like like you've actually put forth the effort and labor to do it yourself. It seems like very toxic and entitled.
1: And on that note as well, it's very easy to, you know, to criticise the decision and the mod team, you know, when, you know, you're not part of it. Like how many people, you know, when it was open Symphony moderators, how many people actually stepped up and actually put in the time commitment? Because it wasn't, you know, one to two hours a week. Keeping FDS completely female only, um, you know, moderating the comments, you know, moderating the users, the posts. It literally, it was a full time job at one point. Yeah, it's an unpaid full-time job. I spent hours, hours on Reddit. It was like literally, I probably spent more on it at one point than my actual full-time job
0: once I was realized that I spending the equivalent of like, like a part-time job to, you know, maybe 20 to 30 hours a week on Reddit, you know, uh, flaring people, you know, approving posts, you know, banning people and so on. Once I realized this is like a, almost like a full-time job and I'm not even getting paid for it. And I'm dealing with all this abuse. It's not like a normal job where like, you know, if you were to get harassed or something, or if someone was like sending you death, like if one of your coworkers, for example, was like sending you death threats or whatever, they'd probably get fired. You know, there's an HR, you know, there's company policies to protect workers from harassment and abuse. Reddit moderation is not like that. It's unpaid labor and there's no protections for the workers from abuse. And so that's why, again, another reason why we left.
1: And I think it's deeply unethical to expect other women to s- sacrifice themselves. Like It's one thing to be willing to put yourself forward, but it's another to expect other women to just take it on the chin and put up with it. I don't think that's fair.
2: All of the like armchair quarterbacking <laughs> <laughs> was like very annoying too. Like you guys should have tried harder. To keep it open, or you should have just like added more mods, or you should have done this differently, or whatever. Yeah. Yes, we tried all of those ideas that you guys are saying, and it didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't work, and ultimately realized it was futile. And we'll again go into greater detail about that in a few minutes. Always, we wish people had a little bit more faith in what we're saying rather than like knee jerk disrespect because it's not available for you anymore. It's not that we want people to not have help, we just have to do it in a way that's more, we actually think
1: it's going to be more expansive and sustainable. Egg- Exactly. Sustainability is key. Ultimately, like, it was essentially rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. It might have been, you know, keeping the subreddit open it, you know, might be seen to be doing something for women. But in the long run, the SIP was going to sink. We were either going to get banned or the subreddit would have died. There's no end point. (laughs) This is the thing with, like, this is what we said in the first episode, is that people, I think, take Reddit maybe a bit too seriously in that there's no end game on Reddit. What's the end game? Like, you can't make money from it. You're very restricted. The Reddit admins have you buy the balls or the vagina. They can ban you at any time. There's no longevity, ultimately, to Reddit.
0: There's no recourse if they make a decision that's unfair.
1: There's no recourse. And I think over time, and we'll get to this in a moment, but the subreddit, that you know, trying to keep men out of the subreddit was almost like, again, you know, like being on the Titanic that's sinking and the Atlantic Ocean is trying to drag you to the bottom.
0: Or, like, trying to use us a, a sippy cup, like, one little cup to, like, bail out all the water from, like, a sinking ship, right? It's just, there's only so much that you as an individual person can do against such a large website with such a large, hostile male user base. It felt, like, truly like a David and Goliath situation, but, like, in a way that's not going to end. But
1: God is not on your side. <laughs>
0: it's not going to end like it did for David kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, God is not on your side here.
0: (laughs) God's not on your side here, right? That's the thing. The Reddit admins are not on your side. They're on the side of the misogynists, right? Imagine being in a David and Goliath situation, but God is on (laughs) Goliath's side right? (laughs) That's what it's like being a woman on
2: Reddit. Yeah. The neets like they're completely in control of that website and it's hard for us to compete with them. We talked about that in the last episode.
0: It's not worth competing with. That's the other thing is like, not only is it hard to compete with them, but the amount of effort for us to win against them is just not worth it. Like it takes so much work, so many hours of the day hours that we could have spent doing something else.
2: Exactly. So we ghosted, blocked, and deleted this toxic-ass relationship, which is extremely on brand for us, which is why I'm so surprised at the backlash to a certain extent. I'm like, what part of like extricate yourself from relationships that don't benefit you is confusing to the people that are part of FDS because I feel like you must have missed. Like you have to have missed the memo if you're surprised that we ghosted, blocked, and deleted Reddit. <laughs> That's exactly the type of thing we would do. What you said brings up an interesting point because I feel like a lot of the women who
0: criticize the decision are the ones who don't get FDS or even you know some of our own like moderators criticize the decision. And their reasons for it did not seem very FDS aligned. Like They would be like, we need to say Save as many women as possible from, you know, bad relationships. And, you know, this idea that women should like endlessly martyr themselves and do. There was one line that was like, feminism should be free and available for all. And it's like this idea that women are free public. First of all, feminism is free and available for all our podcasts. Like we have the Patreon exclusive content, but the podcast is still free. The website is still free. And the forum's free. (laughs) You know, there's lots of stuff that we have here at FDS that's still free, right? But this idea that women should be willing to provide endless labor Emotional labor and so on, and subject themselves to bad treatment for the benefit of others is not FDS aligned, right? And so, women who believe that, who think that we should martyr ourselves or that we should, you know, stay in a bad relationship and just suffer and, you know, for the benefit of others, that's not what FDS is about anyway. So, you can go,
2: you can kick rocks. I don't care what those women think. And even more so, we actually think the pivot that we're making is ultimately going to make us more expansive than if we were on Reddit. Like, Reddit obviously is really great for free marketing, but truthfully, if you look at things like subreddit stats etc the comment quality and like amount has been going down for quite some time and we've been picking up an audience
0: outside of reddit so we're not relying on reddit anymore anyways exactly
1: and even though we're not on the platform like firstly people are still talking about fds even though we left a month ago but secondly fds is and i think this perhaps come from a failure to see the bigger picture f you know reddit is not the be all and end all of the world like when i first came across fds i didn't have a reddit account i didn't really know what reddit was i came across it in a google search like all my friends who know about fds it's because i've told them about it like you know the word can and it will still spread through other platforms such as word of mouth like we don't have to cling on to reddit as you know being the only way to get the message out because it's not true and again it goes back to that sort of mentality. You Developing an abusive relationship where you think you need the abuser mm. to get anywhere and to achieve anything and it's not true that's what they want you to believe they want you to believe that oh my gosh fds is done because of reddit and it's just not true it's like oh you know
0: that abused woman she's done now because she left her abuser kind of thing right nobody would say that
1: to them they'd be like yeah your life's just beginning like you've got so many more opportunities you'll meet so many you know better people you'll meet someone better you'll have a better life like it's not like fds is beyond reddit now
2: yeah thankfully okay so that's like a brief discussion of the fallout and the reaction and we drew some parallels so sorry one last thing Ro I want to say some people
0: might be complaining our website is a little glitchy and I just want to say yeah our website might not be as like user-friendly quite yet as reddit but at least we don't fucking enable pedophiles at least we're not like openly misogynistic I don't understand how you as a woman can claim to be a feminist and still be completely invested in staying on reddit oh we're gonna make another subreddit we're gonna force FDS to open up their subreddit why are are you supporting this like misogynistic abuse enabling platform
1: and giving them your time your labor and your content like why would you do that
0: and when your main reason for wanting to stay on Reddit is because it's more convenient and the main reason to not like you cannot call yourself a fucking feminist if you're like no i don't want to support this female-owned business because it's slightly inconvenient i'd much rather support this male-owned extremely abusive business because it's slightly more convenient that's some libfem shit because that's like oh this is more personally convenient to me rather than like about, you know, your principles of being pro-female, right? So a lot of these women who were criticizing us were calling us LibFems. And I'm like, you're the ones prioritizing your own personal convenience over women, period.
1: Yeah, I didn't think, I actually think I'd see the day where women who followed FDS, who called themselves like feminists, would actually almost be defending a platform like Reddit, even though they also complain about Reddit all the time. But when we set boundaries, like we're stupid, we're evil for leaving. And it's like, why would you defend Reddit in this situation? Even if you don't agree with the decision, and I saw some comments saying, you know, I don't agree, but I understand why you've done it. From some feminists, there was no understanding or consideration as to why we would leave, which is very bizarre to me because they have exactly the same complaints that we have, but they don't want to move off it because I'm going to say they're still stuck in the mentality that they need to be on Reddit, you know, to mean anything. And that's not true. Yeah. Now, people have been organizing, like, long before Reddit was a thing. How do you think the suffragettes managed to achieve anything?
0: Well, they didn't have Reddit, so, you know, how are they able to get the right to vote? <laughs> You know, yeah, there's ways of organizing outside of Reddit.
1: There's so many, like, the world, like, how many, in comparison to the rest of the world, like, you know, Reddit is literally just a drop in the ocean compared to the reach of the entire world. It's not the be all and end all.
0: And honestly, if the suffragettes were dependent on Reddit to get the right to vote, they would have fucking lost because (laughs) imagine if Reddit existed 100 years ago, like, that shit would have gotten buried so fast, right? I actually think it is counterproductive to the feminist movement to be reliant on Reddit because Reddit actively censors female speech all the time right and so to put yourself in a situation where you're making yourself reliant on reddit or trying to cling to reddit or trying to get reddit to pick you so to speak or whatever to stay in reddit's good graces it's just not worth it
2: and it's not just the admins it's also that the fact that when reddit started a lot of the power mods squatted on female subreddits from the beginning yeah so you have a lot of guys who like created our abortion ironically you know what i'm saying yeah So, like, there's stuff like that where they're so entrenched in the ecosystem of the subreddits, even the female subreddits, to create a narrative that benefits them that, like, there's no competing with that. Like, we can't compete with someone who started a female subreddit 15 years ago for, like, this express purpose of masturbating to women's pain. That's, what do we do with that?
0: Yeah, you can't organize a feminist movement on a website that exists to help men masturbate to female pain. Like, the medium is the message and all that. That's a medium that's not beneficial to that message, let's just say.
2: And Reddit knows that they scare women off because someone sent to us an ad that Ed has been running on Instagram trying to direct women towards, like, the more, quote, positive aspects of Reddit. Again, it's very manipulative and mirrors the way that abusive men will be like, oh,
0: you know, the way that people will be abuse apologizers like, oh, he's such a nice guy. Oh, he volunteers at the animal shelter. Oh, he visits his grandma every Sunday day or something like that. Meanwhile, he beats the shit out of his wife, right? You know, you can't just like redirect someone to, or like a magician being like, look over here. Don't look over there. Don't look at the bad stuff over there. Look at the nice stuff. Look at the pretty like RR or whatever.
2: Yeah. They're running ads to target women. And I mean, of course they need more female users. And especially if they move towards an IPO, they don't want to be known as like the terrorist grooming (laughs) website, you know, (laughs) you can't really get. Exactly. Yeah. Our bad for letting terrorists harbor on our website for over a decade and like uh, expanding the sexualized abusive You guys, to the point where it had real world consequences. But you know, here, look at some pictures of kittens we have. Like, fuck you, Reddit. Yeah.
0: It's so condescending, honestly.
2: Yeah. So, all right. For moving on from that section, addressing the fallout and the reaction to the fallout, I thought we would go through some of the common comments and criticisms that we were seeing. So one of the reasons we want to address these criticisms is because we want to show that like we were hearing the criticisms and that we think that we can actually better serve the people that want to be part of FDS and address those criticisms by moving off Reddit into the website and to other types of media. So this next section, we're going talk about the criticisms we got and then how we're moving forward to address them. Okay. So the first one that we got was FDS mods were ban happy meaning that we banned people
0: you know i'll be honest yeah when i was an fds mod my finger on that ban button was like really trigger happy not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, was, it was like you know the start of lord of the Rings. this is always what i think of when i think of like the banning meme is like you know it start of lord of the rings when lord sauron comes out to fight in the first battle and he has his mace and then just starts crushing skulls and like <laughs> swiping people that's what i think of when <laughs> (laughs) because I mean to be fair that is honestly what it was like when you have like three thousand people and it's just you with your you know with armies of scrubs you just have to swing the mace and just and like ban people and unfortunately and and this is honestly the biggest like regret and this is what like still makes me sad to this day is unfortunately you know well-meaning and well-intentioned women ended up being caught in the crossfire of that because there was just no other way to do it yes this was
0: a really challenging thing actually as an FDS moderator I find this pair Parallels a lot of challenges that I have as a woman in a leadership role uh, in a male dominated industry, where, like, if you're too harsh, then people will criticize you for being too harsh. But if you're too soft or if you let things slide, then people will just walk all over you. If you give people an inch, they take a mile, right? So it's a really fine line to balance.
1: And the other female, like, subreddits that are still around, they get criticized all the time, you know, for allowing men in or for not removing this or for not removing that. But then, and when I see it, I'm just like, when FDS had these controls, you guys still complained.
2: So logistically... We had auto-ban bots that helped to cut down the work. So meaning we had bots that would ban people that came from subreddits that we know were known for brigading. Like Cringetopia or... Exactly. So there are sometimes women that commented on these subs and would get caught up in the ban and then they'd like want to message the inbox and be like, hey, I shouldn't have been banned. But the problem is, is like, there's just too many. I feel like at some point and probably even now, there's like no mods at all who are going through the mod inbox to actually unban people.
0: No, the ban appeals, that was actually the most toxic... Folder of the mod mail, like by far. There were some women in there that were like, Hey, I got accidentally caught up in you know, auto ban, like, can I be on ban? Kind of thing. And I feel sorry for those women, but they were maybe 10% of the messages that we got in <laughs> in ban appeals. The rest of it was like, I hope you bitches get raped. I hope somebody murders you. I hope uh someone kills your whole family. You bitches deserve to, you know, get fucking locked in a house and burned to death. Like, you know, the most horrifying shit. And again, I don't think it's ethical to ask a woman, because you have to read all of these messages to find which you don't know which you're going to get until you actually read it, right? It's unethical to force a woman or a mod team of women to read all these messages. And honestly, we didn't have that many mods. And if you're thinking about like, what is the best investment of my time? Like given that we have limited staff to do this work, you have to sort of triage things into what are the high priority items? What are the low priority items? Ban appeals is one of those things that took a lot of time and had very little payoff because it was very time consuming, very emotionally traumatizing. And maybe less than 5% of the ban appeals that we got We're actually good users. You know, we actually would want to participate on the FDS subreddit anyways. And here's the other thing is I used to do ban appeals a little bit here and there. Um, What bothered me is sometimes there'd be women being like, oh, I got auto banned. You know, can you unban me? I'd go through the work of like looking at their post history. Oh, yeah, this is a legit woman, not a man being a liar or whatever. I'd unban her and then she'd go and comment in another subreddit and get banned again. And then she'd be like, hey, sorry, this happened again. Right. So it's like one of those things where, you know, you're spending a lot of time on it and even for the you know success stories or the women where you know okay i actually did the right thing you know unbanned correctly unbanned a woman a lot of the times they just go and get themselves banned anyways it's like okay if you want to go participate in subreddits that are hostile to fds you do you but you know we always say this is why you should have an alternate account where you only participate in fds you know and then have a separate like account just for like general reddit stuff because yeah like you'd get caught up in auto ban otherwise like all the time and it's not worth the effort to go through all these abusive messages find the one that's like an actual legitimate female user just for her to go and get herself banned again. It's like, I'm sorry, but that's just not a good use of moderator time.
2: Right. So like I said, nobody was doing it towards the end because it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. And we would bring on more mods. And then so I'd see other people in other subreddits like criticizing like, oh, they're banned happy over there. I got banned and I wasn't able to cut back at it. again. it's like, yeah, nobody has time or wants to look at that folder. So
0: <laughs> That's like the most toxic folder. So there was a reason why we avoided it. And to be honest, like, like if you're complaining about the poor customer service, the sort of women who like complain about, oh, FDS is bad Bad customer service.
2: Like, well, we're not getting paid. And if you're going to be that entitled towards another woman, we don't want you here anyways. Bye. Some of the shift to the website is because like, it makes the workload easier. And also, we don't have to be as strict with the moderating and banning, right? Like, we had the ban bot because of the fact that there was so much brigading that it was impossible for all of the mods to be on there 24-7 catching it. But we can control the inflow of users on the website in a way that we can't on the subreddit. And so like, so women that are like complaining, like, oh, I've been commenting on FDS for months and I never got a flare or I was banned by the ban bot, et cetera. And a lot of women just gave up and stopped participating because like it took forever for the mods to get to flare them or even see their flares or like even have the patience to go through their comment history to make sure they're a woman, like all that's like extra labor. So with the website, you can pretty much comment within 24 to 48 hours. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a verified member, it could take longer, but like, otherwise like you can still freely participate in the website and we can control the influx a lot more than we were on Reddit. So once again, a plug for the website. The other thing too, is like, we had to be so strict because of Reddit's particular rules and because like we were constantly getting report brigaded for everything. Yeah. So anything that looked even a little bit like banal content or something that was going to be a problem later, we had to ban, we had to remove it. So like that lends itself to people being trigger happy because you don't have a choice. Whereas I feel like in a more free thinking and free discussion environment, we could let the conversations go a little bit more.
1: And I know there were so many mods, you know, so many brilliant art, but they wanted to write so many good posts and contributions, but they just didn't want to put it on Reddit because, firstly, Reddit would own it. And secondly, you know, it would be open to misinterpretation. The scroats would brigade it. And also, it's information that you're giving out, you know, to a platform like Reddit for free when your time is probably better served being on a platform that's actually pro woman.
0: One more comment about the bannable speech thing. There was this weird sort of thing, and another, Catch-22 that as an FDS moderator was really challenging was there were men who would pretend to be women who would post bannable content, often, you know, related to trans issues. They would basically comment whatever they thought, like, would get us banned from Reddit, right? But then there were also actual women, like actual female women, who would also want to post that kind of bannable content, right? And so it was really difficult sometimes to tell the difference between the incels, like, pretending to be women so that they could post bannable content versus like the fem cells who were posting bannable content and then like if we remove that kind of stuff they would just be like well FDS is censoring women and then make themselves a martyr and make us a bad guy.
1: I'd also like to make the point as well that women would lie about why they were banned or why their comment didn't appear as well for some reason like they'd go to the dissent subs and just make up a story as to why they were banned and it just wasn't true.
0: Yeah like we can see these accounts right like they'd be like I was banned because I'm black and then I'd look at their history and it's like no you made a really really fucked up comment and that was actually like deserving of being banned
1: yeah they would say like oh i you know my comments didn't appear because i criticized the podcast when their comments didn't appear because they didn't have a flair because they've been trying to comment for a while it wasn't because we deleted it because you know they criticized the podcast it was because they didn't have a flair
0: yeah that was another one that happened like i got banned because i criticized fds okay first of all there's so many subreddits out there for criticizing fds why don't you just go over there
2: this is another thing about boundaries it's a waste of your time by the way, but you know, go off.
0: (laughs) And this is just like a message for women in general. You don't have to make space for people in your life who make you feel shitty, who bring down the quality of your life, who criticize you, who harass you, who say nasty things to you and so on. Like if someone's being an asshole to you, you can just not talk to them. You know, you can just block and delete them. You don't have to make space for them in your life. You don't have to give them an audience, right? If they want to criticize you and talk shit, like they can go do that somewhere else, but you don't have to make space for people like that in your life. And I don't know why people act like, you know, OFD is against free speech because they don't let us criticize them on their own fucking subreddit it's like again it's about the principle like women don't have to make space for people who treat us badly you can do that somewhere else
1: and the worst thing is as well like other subreddits operate exactly the same if you were to go into the bdsm subreddit with an anti-kink stance you would get booted out if you were to go into the vegan subreddit and start talking about you know i think everyone should eat meat because it's healthier they would kick you out as well so why would we get all the slack for you know enforcing our rules and boundaries when literally Every subreddit operates by the same principle.
2: So, a lot of times people were just getting banned because they wanted to like bring a bunch of outside grievances to FDS that had nothing to do with FDS. And I think the frustration was from the mods, it was that like everybody went to FDS originally to talk about dating, and then every other person tried to like perch themselves, tried to plant themselves on FDS to talk about personal issues and grievances that weren't really dating related, and which created a lot of extra mod work, right? Because we're like, we want to talk about dating, but if like you want to talk about, I don't know, if you want want to talk about Lucas and like all these like other pink pill, like fem cell issues. There was a lot of gender critical people. And again, you know, wigtail people like Wig Tao people, like people who want to talk about things that were not FDS. And it was like, we wanted to talk about dating strategies.
0: <laughs> well, there was a lot of black pillars who kept trying to perch themselves on the subreddit and talking about how like men are evil and you shouldn't date them and stuff. And then we banned them and then they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're censoring women.
2: Which is weird. I'm like, listen, it's about dating. If you don't want to date, then find another subreddit or make your own subreddit don't try to like steal
0: someone else's work or perch on something that some other women created that's already successful because honestly like black blackmailers just bring the vibe down let's just be real like you know whenever black blackmailers join a space like the whole vibe just gets brought down and they wanted to post on fds because it had a pretty large community almost two hundred fifty thousand subscribers they wanted that kind of message to reach a larger larger audience but it's like again stop taking advantage of our creation to spread your fucking agenda that's not the same as what we had intended.
2: Especially if it's not adding anything like, you know, people like posting pictures of girls that they thought were like attractive and then just like attacking them because they feel like, oh, they're over-sexualized. They're doing so much for the male gaze, et cetera. I'm like, once again, we have like rad femme leanings, but like, we're also not like going on this extreme, like every woman that does makeup or like takes a cute picture is like enemy number one and ball palming the patriarchy, right? Like, it's just kind of ridiculous. Like we are a dating strategy, so. Yeah. Like there were a few TikToks, you know,
0: that would be women applying makeup while saying's something, you know, based or FDS aligned and right. And so I'd like the audio that they were saying, but they were doing it while wearing makeup. And then all the comments, well, not all the comments, but like 30% of the comments would be from like the rad fem cells being like anyone who wears makeup is performing for the male gaze. And like, why are you posting this on a feminist subreddit? You're performing for the male gaze. Like, and it's like, oh my God, shut up. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. Like you're bringing the vibe down. <laughs>
2: yeah. Once again, you know, we're about dating. So, and we're also like about strategies that are practical for the way women live. Like, if you want to go on your soapbox about how women. Should didn't wear makeup like you're free to do that but that's not FDS.
0: Make a different subreddit for it, right? But stop coming to a subreddit about dating to push your fucking agenda. Like no one likes that. That's just weird. Exactly.
2: So that's adjusting the criticism that we were banned happy. The other reason is just like like we said burnout and a lot of mods just like at some point being like fuck you guys, you know, and then like just banning everybody cuz they were just sick of everyone shit. And a few crazy ass mods. Yeah, we had a handful of crazy mods, but we loved them at the time but now they kind
0: of just like like
2: you know, anyways. Okay. So the other criticism we wanted to address, and this is something that we noticed as well, was that FDS has gone downhill. A lot of people who were diehard FDS fans, especially at the beginning when we first started getting media attention and when like people were regularly posting really good strategy content, noticed that like the quality of the posts and the comments has gone down as well as the volume has gone down as well as like the momentum has died down in the subreddit. And I checked like stuff like subreddit stats just to kind of see if that was true. And like, it is true. And ironically, when the comments started to go, started to like decline, like the comments per day, you can look on subreddit stats and I'll leave it in the show notes was around March or so when we launched our podcast. And I think that's because there was like a massive brain drain of the original mods who basically quiet quit. From Reddit around then, who were like, man, fuck Reddit. Like, let's work on this on the website. Let's work on the podcast. Let's work on et cetera. So, a lot of the like original mods of people that were responsible for crafting the narrative, as well as like curating a handbook, as well as writing a lot of their own posts, decided I'm out.
0: Yeah. And honestly, fair. Like, I'm one of them. After we launched the podcast, I pretty much stopped using Reddit because I was getting my FDS fix from making the podcast, you know?
2: Yeah. And you could see like literally that there's a massive decline in, in user engagement after that, which makes me feel like it wasn't just, it is a community and the people that are part of the community are important, but like there's a lopsided, a massively lopsided amount of people who consume content rather than create content. Most of the content that most people create is just screenshotting men being jackasses and occasionally putting on moving TikToks that are girl empowerment to the subreddit, right? But like there was very few people who were regularly writing strategy. And if they were writing strategy, it wasn't like, it wasn't like getting that many upvotes or it wasn't engaging enough for people to want to keep reading it as like the original mods are really good at writing that kind of stuff.
1: And this is also where, you know, being on Reddit was also a downside because like Reddit rewards like negativity. Just the algorithm. Yeah, just the algorithms. And so the negative posts that were talking about men being screenshot from other subreddits, you know, recounting, you know, tales of woe with dating, like they would always get upvoted. And it got to a point where like a TikTok would get over 1,000 upvotes, but a good strategy post would maybe get 100, like maybe. Yeah.
2: And it's fine because I know people more prefer to like watch video content. I know especially Gen Z, like that's more their style. But I think the issue was that like on top of that, it was just like, it wasn't just the girl in power. It was just constant, constant, nasty negativity of people like demanding, complaining, angry, and no strategy. Like the appeal of FDS uniquely over these other TikTok platforms or platforms where people would just complain about men is that there was women writing good strategy. Right. That's what made us different from everybody else. And then it slowly stopped being that. And just like, there was way, way, way more women who came to consume and complain than women who wanted to write strategy. And it was both because of the moderators who didn't want to keep having their content be on Reddit, but also like individual women who had contributed really good posts who got turned off by the negativity of the environment, like either both user base or from men harassing them because they had stuff in the handbook and they just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So like it was frustrating because we could see the brain drain continuously happening where we'd have good posters we'd have regularly engaged posters and then they would turn off like how nasty the environment was or they would get tired of having their stuff plagiarized or being on reddit and then they'd want to leave and then eventually all that's left is the women that are like looking for help and not enough women who can provide the help yeah and then the other thing
0: with the brain drain is you know whenever they'd write a good strategy post they wouldn't get that many upvotes um the other thing is you know reddit rewarded the negativity and if there was like a positive post like whenever a woman had said like oh i had a really good date all the fun- negative Nancy fem cells would come out being like, he's a man, he's probably a rapist. You know, you should be careful. He did this and this. You never know what that could mean. You know, and just creating unnecessary like fear and anxiety in a woman who's obviously just talking about like a positive experience.
2: Yeah, so then women don't want to post positive experience of things that happened to them because all they would get was criticism. Because they're going to get attacked.
0: Yeah, and it was kind of sad. They'll either be like, oh, your standards are too low or your standards are too high or like whatever, right? Like a woman will just say, I had a really nice day with my boyfriend, really treated me. And they're like, and I get this too sometimes from the black pillars and the fem cells. Whenever I say something nice that my boyfriend did, they'll always be like, you know, straight women's standards are so low where a man shows you basic human decency and you're like happy about it. And it's like, <laughs> What like you know it's good to show gratitude when someone does something nice for you. That's how you incentivize more nice behavior, right? Like you know, if someone does something nice
2: for you and you yell at them, like they're not gonna do that nice thing for you anymore. I don't know. And the posters won't post the nice things that happen to them and so then it just becomes an echo chamber of negativity.
1: And then you know that was another thing as well is that people then started like projecting their own ideas of what FDS should be, even you know supposedly mods as well and also the user base as to what FDS should be even though it wasn't ever stated so one of the you know biggest examples I can think of was when I saw a comment where it said I don't ever say thank you to a man if he's done something nice to me I mean, there's a difference between having standards and boundaries and you know keeping again also betting and being an asshole, right not saying thank you when someone's done something nice is an asshole move is a dick move and this is a main gripe for me as well is that complaining about low value men isn't the same as strategizing on how to get a high value man they're not this it's just complaining and people conflated the two thinking that you know i know how low value men work i can suss them out i know how to deal with them i mean you can't deal with a high value man the same way you deal with a low value man because they have different attitudes so you know you're not saying thank you, you know, if a guy did something nice for you might have worked with a low value man but that's not going to fly with somebody who's high value because they'll just see you as rude hmm
2: Yeah, you'll end up turning off the very demographic you want to be a part of.
1: That you're trying to attract! (laughs) Yeah!
2: It started to get more and more of that and less and less
0: strategy. I think a big reason why the whole FDS has gone downhill became a thing was because a lot of these women, they've never experienced a man treating them well. So they actually don't know what a high value man is like or how that would be. Or, you know, they've never experienced what it's like to be treated well by a high value man. They've only ever dated low value men. And so they become hopeless. And then a lot of these women, they then see FDS as like a sort of recruitment platform for black pill type of stuff. Right. And- for fem cell shit, right? Like looking at some of these comments from these women, like they'll be like, you know, all men are evil. All men are demonic, pedophile, rapists, abusers and stuff. And so they see FDS is like, oh, this is a place where we can all share our trauma porn and talk about all the horrible ways that men have treated us in the past. And, you know, then not date men kind of thing. Right. And it's like, well, that's not what FDS is about. Again, if you want to create a, your own platform for that, you can. But I don't think it's fair to try to take a different platform and reappropriate it for a completely different agenda like that and then abusing us and then creating these false narratives about us smearing us slandering us that itself is also abusive and so and it's like you're trying to take something that's not for you and trying to make it about yourself or about your agenda and that's again that's not what fds is about we are allowed to set those kind of boundaries
2: and later, I actually want to do an episode where we address fem cells a little bit more because there was a recent article in Atlantic that came out about like the fem cell revolution, et cetera. And they actually name dropped FDS about in the fact that FDS actually kicked the fem cells off. But part of it was like, it went beyond just like saying, hey, I'm not, you know, attractive and men don't treat me well. And I've been bullied because I've been unattractive to like, I'm going to hate on quote unquote Stacy's.
0: That's exactly how it felt. All these fucking black pillars and fem cells. It just seems like they have unresolved tr- Trauma from high school, calling us mean girls, Regina George, whatever. It's like they just sort of get off on like hating the pretty girls. Like their feminism is about hating pretty girls, basically.
2: Yeah. I think fem cells probably do need strategies or women who don't feel attractive. If they're actually not attractive, which most of them are actually more than fine or average looking, they just have body dysmorphia as one of the things you'll learn. Extremely poor self-esteem. Yeah. Or poor self-esteem. Yeah. But you know, it, it wasn't like they were asking for strategies to date with that situation. They were actively trying to discourage everyone else from participating in society because of that. And so that's where it starts to become a toxic echo chamber. So with that, because there was so much of this scope creep for these other groups, we can see and we can see this guys from the subreddit stats that like the amount of active users was dramatically dropping because again the main draw which was the women that were actually living the life and like had strategies they started to leave because they didn't like being in the environment anymore including us which were like and a lot of the original mod team and so
0: we started to dislike our own creation but it's not even dislike your own creation frankenstein (laughs) frankenstein's monster but by creation i don't mean all of fds i mean specifically the subreddit like part of the reason why we went private was because we looked at all of the things that we do we have the podcast we have the website we have this we have that we have the patreon we have the subreddit and we're really proud of all of the other things that we've created except for the subreddit specifically the subreddit
2: for some reason reddit just attracts like the worst people so we did a twitter space like right after we closed the show just to like get a feel for like how people we're reacting to it and a few women mentioned like hey you know i really love what you guys have to say but it's embarrassing as hell to like be sending my girlfriends a link to reddit
0: yeah cuz reddit has such a bad reputation for being anti-woman
2: right has a bad reputation and then also you can see like all of the crazy people commenting and being like this is bad idea like we loved the strategies they liked the original when it was seemed like it was really regular women women that they could relate to that they understood that they were dating non-perpetually online women perpetually online et cetera like that element took over and and then the other element of women who are like, you know, they're casual Reddit users or started to notice it. And we're saying like, it's embarrassing to send this to people. So we wanted to like professionalize the brand so that we can still give like the good strategy, the good content behind a brand that is like still attractive to the audience of women who made the sub great right the audience of women who wanted to contribute and help people who could relate to their experiences who could come up with strategies you have to make the environment hospitable to them and they don't want to be around femcell whining right (laughs)
1: so (laughs) and the numbers also spoke for themselves i remember when i first joined fds at the tail end of 2019 you would have like over 2,000 people active on the subreddit at one time just before we closed it you'd maybe get a couple of hundred like people say oh the subreddit is such a great resource but the numbers like they dropped dropped off like dramatically
2: yeah brain drain as well as like because all the mods quiet quit we couldn't flare people fast enough so then people just gave up trying to comment
1: too and people unsubscribe because they didn't want the negativity you know on their feeds, like they would say you know I come here to discuss women's issues but you know post after post is about male depravity or another scro. and you know we initially tried to implement a rule where if you had a male depravity post you'd have to provide the strategy but that became so hard to police and you know when one person doesn't follow it and then 10 more people again you know go back to your bucket in the atlantic like there's just no point
2: so being on the website allows us to have a better handle on this type of content as well as like quarantine it off because you can follow unfollow different categories as well as we can create badges and like quarantine off the like more toxic sections of the site. If you want to do like just male depravity posts, then like we can if you want to duke it out over male depravity, you can do that. But in your section of the website, exactly. So then like people who don't want to see that don't have to see that going off of the subreddit gave us greater ability to segment the toxic element from the women who like are less toxic or like the women that need help, they can be in one area versus like the women that like they maybe need help or like they want to discuss strategies, right? Like we can segment our audience a lot better than when they're all on Reddit. And then the only element that has the loudest voice are the angriest, bitterest most like motivated to continuously like rage post type of women, right? Like we need more diversity, right? I'm not completely saying you can't ever rage post because there are going to be people that rage post on the website, but we'll have a better handle of like how to quarantine that in a s- section in a way that it's not infecting the rest of FDS.
1: Yeah. We can contain it.
2: Yeah. So one more plug for the website. We're adjusting these criticisms so we can tell, we can show people like, we hear you, we understand what you're saying. This is what we're doing about it. And this is why we decided ultimately this is the best way to go.
0: That's fine. We spent like 15
2: minutes just on like the first criticism, which was the FDS mods were Ben happy. So let's push through. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So another one is why don't you just get new mods? Okay. Let's talk about that. So the original mods, obviously they created the subreddit to create a bunch of strategy posts and share strategy to dating amongst them. As people were looking to add new mods, they had to go through everyone's history and start like coaching people. And then also like observing who is making a lot of quality comments, who was helping women with their dating problems in a positive, constructive way, what kind of women were making consistent quality strategy posts, et cetera. So those women who were doing all of that, most of them became strategy coaches or mods, right? Like that's how people started to quote unquote, move up in the hierarchies. They were consistently posting and posting like really good content because then you start to realize, okay, we can trust this person. This person gets it. This person is like, you know, at least trying to act in good faith, FDS aligned, et cetera. The problem with that is like because they're spending so much time moderating, they weren't available to write all of the strategy anymore. And they would get burnt out from moderating. A lot of people like moderated for like two weeks and were like, oh no, fuck this. And then left. And it made them not want to write anymore. Exactly. So it's actually, again, once again, hard to find new mods because most people are consumers and rage posters and not strategy writers. What made the mods special, quote unquote, from the general population of people that were coming is that they were actually like the brain architects around it, right? Like the ability to look at a problem, analyze a problem, help people in a way that people liked. They were constantly getting gilded posts. They had a lot of upvotes. The community was positively responding to them, et cetera. So those are the people you obviously want to promote, right? The ones that had all the good conversations contributions. The problem is if they're doing the mod work, they can't keep writing posts. But on the same time, if they start doing the mod work necessary, they get burnt out. So it's not easy, like people are saying to just add a new mod. If like, quite frankly, like we said, some of the mods that were added were toxic, honestly. Toxic, right? And people know that like there's certain mods that like they were constantly banning people, being like kind of nasty to users for no reason. Or lashing out and posting publicly embarrassing comments that,
0: you know, comments that would go viral on Reddit that we'd be like, girl, like stop fucking saying that shit. Like keep that
2: shit on lockdown. Like, you know, (laughs) stop airing your personal grievances and embarrassing us. Some of them, they didn't start out that way. I think they became that way, just getting frustrated with the user base. Right some of them like maybe they weren't vetted properly but other ones like I think they just got tired of everyone's shit.
0: And this is the difficult thing about Reddit moderation in general. Okay so first of all it was risky to take on new moderators who were not like FDS aligned. Like we had this problem in the early days where you'd take on a new moderator, you know, maybe they're active in FDS but then they had some other agenda like some other, you know, either gender critical mods or the femcel mods or the pink pill mods or whatever if they were associated with some other community on Reddit as well as FDS there was this problem where they'd use the FDS moderation position because that was the one that had the most subscribers to sort of like push their own whatever other agenda was going on right and it made it really difficult sometimes because these women you know if FDS set any boundaries with them like no don't talk about this topic they would just go completely nuclear and try to like destroy us and this is the problem with Reddit I feel like Reddit specifically attracts a really toxic user base both men and women including some women who yeah if they don't get what they want they just go completely off the wall same that they're feminist, they say that they're pro-women, but the first thing they do if a woman sets a boundary with them is to try to destroy them.
2: And that's what happened with pink pill feminism, right? Like that entire mod team imploded even before they got banned. It's really
0: difficult to find women that we can trust to, you know, moderate in a way that's aligned with FDS and not abuse that power for some other non-FDS related kind of agenda and at the same time have them like the way that you find the women that you can trust is by looking at their post history right but then the women with the really good post history you know maybe reddit moderation is not a good fit for them because it's like the sort of women who actually enjoyed moderation and were like on board with the actual grunt work of Reddit moderation, a lot of
2: times they were not the same people who were writing quality strategy posts, let's just say. Like we said in the last Brexit episode, we started to feel like it was unethical to keep bringing women into this toxic environment. That's even more important, yeah. What are the ethics of like telling them, like, please come to Reddit where you're going to get abused by the Reddit user base and our subreddit <laughs> users occasionally. By our own user base. Yeah. Yeah. And expose yourself to like a lot of depraved things you probably wish didn't exist. Like again, and a lot of people maybe don't know this, but like as part of the mod team, you can see like what kinds of hits you're getting both from Reddit and then also from Google, et cetera. Like a lot of women like Savannah found us from Google search. So we were getting a lot of women who weren't like Reddit users who were just coming to get dating advice, etc. And then, like you know we felt like continuing to expand the mod team and try to expand on Reddit was only helping Reddit's bottom line so like why should we keep adding moderators both to expose them to all this toxic shit but also it's only going to actually enrich Reddit right because like they're finding fds through google search and reddit is getting all that seo hit right and getting all of the compensation from that to support their rape and torture porn and female censorship That's another reason why we just didn't want to keep adding new mods besides the reasons we just gave, so...
0: Yeah. So the main reason to the challenges with adding new mods is one, like it's difficult to find women that we can trust who are aligned with FDS in terms of their values Two, work itself is unpaid and shitty. And, you know, we feel unethical exposing women to that. And three, the women who do write great strategy content are actively turned off by the work of Reddit moderation. The sort of people who are fine with doing the Reddit moderation are usually not actually aligned
2: with FDS is what we're saying. Yeah. Their burnout is high. And if they're not writing, how can we know if they're trustworthy? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's double-edged sword here. So yeah and we don't want to support reddit as a site it's like once again why are we recruiting their workforce fuck reddit like
1: <laughs> <so> <laughs> this is the thing like clinging on to reddit and like also no one's getting paid from this as well like why are we doing all this work and we're not even getting paid like people might say oh we're griefers or whatever you know if you are doing you know voluntary work that's often at the expense of doing work that you could be compensated for
2: so with that by the way i'm pleased to announce that we have And we do use our Patreon earnings to actually pay women to do some of the work on the website. Like uh, one of the things we finally did is we freed up our time by paying someone to edit our podcast for us. But also like doing a lot of the like verified membership, some of the like backend web management and stuff like we've already spent some of our Patreon funds investing in women to do some of
1: that work
0: so already we're better than reddit because we pay women for their labor so just by that we're already better than them
1: exactly and we're paying you know women to do the work that reddit would have had them do for free basically that also helps keep it sustainable
0: the other thing is a big part of the criticism we got was like oh yeah like you're just money hungry you're money grubbing that's another thing where if a woman is accusing us of wanting money as if that's a bad thing that's another sign that this person is not aligned with fds because fds we've been very open about like we think women should get paid women should not do unpaid labor men should pay for dates women should be paid more at their jobs maximizing female benefit right so this idea that like it's a bad thing for women to want to be compensated for their labor or you know women who want money are evil or bad you're actually ideologically more similar to the who hate fds than with fds itself right so if you're accusing us of being of wanting money and oh they have a patreon
1: i also want to put it on the record if it's okay that we've not personally taken any money from it so if we weren't out to scam people then as like I guess like Lilith said uh, we would be shitty scam. and if anything because of the time that we will spend on it it's actually cost us money we've had to pay for our recording equipment and the opportunity cost as well like I said previously if we are working on this you know for free that's turning down other opportunities to do work where we would be paid so this whole grifter thing and also even if we were getting paid what is it you know four thousand Between three people. Four thousand a month between three people. That's like just over a thousand dollars a person yeah oh yeah exactly like you know we all come from very very accomplished professional backgrounds there are much easier ways to make that money than to do podcasting but we've not personally seen a penny of any of the money
0: yeah i actually find it insulting that people are like oh they make so much money from you know four thousand dollars a month on the patreon like this may me sound really privileged but a thousand dollars is not that much money to me honestly like a thousand dollars a month I wouldn't pay my bills. Again, maybe that's going to sound classist of me or whatever, but I'm not that impressed by a $1,000 a month. I do this because I love to, because I love every week recording with you ladies. I love recording the podcast, you know, editing it, putting it out there. Everything about making this podcast. I love it, right? FDS is like a hobby for me, right? But the idea that I'm doing this just purely to make money is offensive to me and first of all not true secondly offensive and thirdly like if i wanted to make money if i wanted to be a scammer investing like 20 hours a week into something for a year and then getting no money at the end of that would make me a pretty fucking shitty scammer okay like just in terms of scamming skills that's low skill scamming that's very bad scamming in terms of like scamming ability
1: it would be easy to say we have enemies and we need fifty thousand dollars to men than to do this (laughs)
2: Yeah. So all of the funds that we're making from FDS are, have been going to reinvest in the FDS brand with the hope of expansion. With the hope that we actually will create a sustainable business so that we can keep FDS going and incentivize both the content creators to keep creating good content as well as the women that we need to do some of the more arduous tasks to keep doing the arduous tasks because they'll be compensated for it. So that is part of making FDS sustainable because like we said, mod burnout is high. It's difficult to staff mods on the subreddit and and also we think Reddit sucks and we think it's kind of unfair that they're getting all of a bunch of like new users and a bunch of SEO web hits from female dating strategy content. Nobody criticizes at Reddit for being money hungry, right? Exactly. No one says like Reddit's money when they clearly are. That's why they support all this rape porn because they know all these creeps will like spend a shit ton of time on Reddit and purchase literally anything sexually depraved. So that's part of it. Like we think that we can redirect the traffic towards our website and also help them in that way as well as like use the funds to reinvest on a business on a sustainable level. So trying to, like Savannah said, rearrange the chairs on Titanic and keep doing it for free is only eventually going to sink. Because if you want quality, you have to incentivize quality. Okay, moving along. So a couple of other quick hits. There was barely any engagement on female level up strategy and ask FDS. True, nobody wanted to mod that shit. Again, we didn't have enough modding staff. There wasn't a lot of overlap between the two subs. There's a lot of great users on both. One of the things we think we're going to do, and once again, if those other subreddits are really popular, You'd have to deal with the male element, which you can see is a full-time job, like we said on FDS to keep them out. So the benefit of being on the website is that we have all of the categories that were on female level up strategy in a centralized location. So there'll be much more user engagement and user overlap. Right. So like if you have dating questions, you know, dating questions got banned from the FDS subreddit because of the fact there were so many women that were like beginner level FDS people that had like, were more or less basic questions, not reading the handbook or had basic questions and they were clogging up the feed. And like people started to get annoyed with like not being able to see strategy because there were so many women asking dating questions, but then we put them on ask FDS and then like no one had time to mod that and like answer all of their dating questions as well. And then there's an influx of men over there, et cetera. So what we're doing on the website is we can have once again, a feed of women who are like beginner level because, like, in any type of population, you're going to have women who are like strategy veterans. And then you're going to have women who are like, damn, I just read this and now my whole world's turned upside down and I don't know what to do. Right. So, the idea is to like bring us all together again in a centralized location so we can talk about life coaching. You can talk about career, finance, spirituality, whatever else was on like female level up strategy and ask your dating questions if you're a newbie and you're just learning FDS in a centralized location and have a lot more overlap between the FDS user base and everybody else. Whereas, like, on Reddit, it was extremely segmented as well as like a bunch of work to mod separate suds, Whereas like on The website, it's all one thing, right? So again, like this is just like building efficiencies. We think there's greater efficiency on the website as well as like giving more overlap between our user base and also getting more engagement in these particular areas. So once again, a pitch for the website. And like we said, we know the UI isn't great. We're going to actually invest our Patreon earnings to get the website developed as much as it can. Obviously we're on a Wix platform, we're on a Wix frame platform. It's not great, but also it helps us with security issues. Like we haven't had any of the security issues that other female run websites have had because because Wix's security has been really great. And also it's cheaper than a lot of other places. So there's benefits to us being on there. That's the direction we're going to go. And to address that criticism that people were saying, like, why aren't people more engaged in female level up strategy? That's why. And this is what we're doing to address it. Okay. And the next piece of criticism, um, you didn't give us any warning or time to save our post. That's because you got a ghost up out of there. We weren't going to give Reddit like a heads up. We were leaving, right?
0: When you're leaving an abusive relationship, you don't tell your abuser, hey, just so you know, I'm leaving in three weeks, like just FYI, right? You don't give them time to prepare. But the reason why we did it suddenly was because we were afraid that the men on Reddit, that it would give them time to do something messed up. We didn't know what exactly they would or could do. But, you know, things like, yeah, screenshotting women's posts, you know, a lot of women are like, no, let me back in the subreddit so I can delete my post. It's like when it's private, people can't see your posts, right? So by doing that, we're keeping our entire community safe. If we were to open the subreddit so that some individual women can delete their posts, that would give men time to screenshot things so that, you know, even if you delete it, it's irrelevant. It's been screenshotted. It's on the internet now forever so we didn't want to give men the shitty men on reddit any time to plan any shit okay that's why we did it suddenly with no warning it was to keep everyone safe and to not give them an opportunity it's
1: ghosting and that's
2: how you're supposed to ghost a bad relationship. Absolutely. Like you pack up all your shit and you leave. Just go. Yeah, just go. So we're going to try to do two things to address the fact that I guess a lot of people had save posts that they wanted to keep. One, if you DMS like a save post that you like, then we will add it to the Instagram so that people can have it in a place that's off Reddit, but also we'll temporarily open the subreddit.
0: We'll temporarily open the vault. We won't tell you when. We're opening the vault for a little while. It'll just happen randomly. We don't want to give the men any time to plan, basically.
1: Yeah. So just keep an eye on the subreddit. It will be reopened for a short time only at some point. Exactly. But keep an eye posted. So we'll try to
2: let it open and close periodically so people can take whatever information they liked from the subreddit and keep it. Hashtag RobReddit. (laughs) 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 Yeah. This is the equivalent of parking your moving truck outside the house of your ex-boyfriend and cleaning out all your shit while he's not there, right? Like, get all your shit out of there when he's not there. We don't want to hear you complaining. The relationship's over. We're going to put all our stuff in our truck and drive off. You know, hashtag Beyonce to the left, etc. So...
0: Yeah. That's how you break up with a man. If you're in an abusive relationship, you don't tell them, Hey, I'm breaking up with you in three weeks. Like just FYI, you know, that gives some time to like, I don't know, destroy property, like do other kinds of fucked up shit. This is very on brand for us the way that we did it actually, whether you like it or not.
2: Exactly. So this is part one of this discussion. We're actually going to continue this discussion on the Patreon and a couple of the questions we're going to address. One of the questions we were getting was that a lot fewer women will find you if you're not on Reddit and also address the FDS mods or power money hungry grifters. Etc. And give you some hope and discussion about the future of FDS, like the things we have in the works, the type of brand strategy we're doing going forward. Um, some of which we've already talked about on our Twitter Spaces and with our Patreon users, who we consider our startup investors. So, if you'd like to invest in FDS as a brand and the continued expansion of FDS as a brand, please sign up for our Patreon. We also have a PayPal donation link if you're interested in just giving us some donations to further great content as well as you know maintain what we have um, we also have merchandise on the website which you might like we have a scrote tears mug that was really popular as well as like we added Detty peaks <laughs> oh,
1: can i just say my mom was so honored by that like i never thought like a phase that brought me so many tears as a child would be monotonized monetized. So, thank you <laughs> 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 we're, we're monetized. Yeah, like she was so honored she didn't quite get it at first but she was so honored <laughs> She's
2: not in on the inside joke. <laughs> Dirty <Deadly> Peaks. <laughs> we also have a Cisco apron that's pretty popular. So we're going to keep adding merchandise up there.
1: And if you have any suggestions for merchandise, please let us know. We're always open to suggestions. Yeah.
2: And the website started to get popping. So we have a Wix app, by the way. So a lot of people, they don't necessarily like using the mobile site. We actually have an app. So if you go to the website, there's an icon there where you can click on the link and then download the Wix app and it'll give you a link to the FDS space on the Wix app. So if you prefer using the Reddit app and you want to keep using an app, you can use the Wix app to access the FDS website, right? So that's it for right now. So join us in part two, where we talk about all of the happy, positive things that we're doing with FDS. But hopefully we adequately addressed your questions, concerns, criticisms, and gave you a little bit more insight into the reasoning behind us leaving. So check out our website thefemaledatingstrategy.com and our Twitter at femdatstrat and our Instagram at underscore Strategy and our Patreon patreon.com forward slash thefemaledatingstrategy for bonus content. And I guess keep your eyes peeled for the subreddit and it being open, but other than that, fuck Reddit. So thanks for listening, queens. And for all you scroats out there, to the left, to the left, everything you own in a box to the left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Die mad. <laughs> See you next week.